The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And I am here again this hour with our wonderful Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And we are talking about embracing summertime, getting back out into the world again. And, you know, this is really has been some challenging times, You and you're probably in touch with loved ones that you haven't seen for a long time. You may, may have seen, maybe they need a little bit of extra help. And so Daphne's here. <clears throat> We're going to talk about this segment about how to just kind of help them transition. And part of that is just logistical functions. And so Daphne, welcome back. Um, you talked about in the last segment about just getting in a car, that's a unique scenario, is it not? It can be, yeah, especially mm-hmm. if it sneaks up on you. If you haven't taken mom or dad out and about for, you know, last year and a half or so, um, you might be surprised. Mm-hmm. And so just a couple of little tips. I'm not a physical therapist, but just been around the block a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the tips is usually most of us put our foot in the, in the car before anything else. We step into the car and we're holding on to something with, with one of our hands. I would suggest um, a safer way to be is to sit in the car. So you're going to have your body turned out of the car. You both mm-hmm. feet are going to be outside of the car and you're going to sit on the seat and then swing your legs into the car. Yes. And sometimes you, it, it might be a challenge to have those legs get lifted up and put in the car. Um, offer to your loved one, your mom or your dad or friend, let me help you to lift those legs. There's no shame in allowing people to help you do mm-hmm. things. Yeah. It's called be wise so that you mitigate risk factors sure. and you keep your quality of life high. So mm-hmm. sit down and then swing your legs over into mm-hmm. the car. And then adjust yourself. Yeah. And remember, the handle on the car that you can, usually in most cars, that you can hang on to that can kind of lift you up a little bit and get you situated properly. Mm-hmm. The next step would be that seatbelt. And I know even for me, getting into a, a car that's not mine, I don't always know exactly where that seatbelt holder gets, you know, plugged right. in. Let someone help you. It's okay to have help. Um, Don't make life difficult or sometimes I have people even in the back seat of my car that get in and I can tell them exactly how to do it. And I say, oh, let me help you with the seatbelt. No, 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 I can do it. And then I find out they've been holding the seatbelt in place. (laughs) I know it. Not a good plan, folks. Let someone help you. Be courageous, wise, be smart. And let people help you, even with putting the seatbelt buckle on. Well, and, you know, it's not only just with visibility. I had surgery on my right hand, and I was in a major cast, and I couldn't do the seatbelt. I couldn't. uh, Talking about getting in the car and pulling yourself in, I had to learn to sit and swing just because (laughs) I didn't have the use of my right hand, even to close the door, because if I was a passenger and I had my hand in a cast, I had to turn around and I'd have to then pull the door. So I had to ask for help. And it's humbling to ask for help. But you know what? This is when friends of mine kept saying, it's my joy to help you. I want yes. to help you. And, and you know, this is, I, you know, I'm a rose gardener and I have a friend of mine that's about 20 years younger than me. And she, she said to me, Suzanne, I'm in my mid-40s. Stop. Stop. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> you're in 
your mid-60s. I don't expect you to be able to do the things I can do. So just relax. I think a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves that really isn't necessary. It's the fact that this is, you know, we have come to a time as we're getting older, there's things we can't do anymore. And that's okay. It is okay. It's totally okay. And so just in that quality of life and, and exploring the summertime and allowing yourself to do things again, Honor you where your body's at. Your right. body is a machine. Yes. And we know that all machines get tired mm-hmm. or they need a little mm-hmm. extra maintenance or machines actually need to have parts yes. replaced mm-hmm. or machines might not function to their full capacity in time. Mm-hmm. Your body is a machine. Honor that machine. And mm-hmm. in that, yes, it's humbling, but there's no shame in asking for help. There's right. no at all. Um, for those of us who are in the industry, and I know talking to many family members, children and whatnot, they're like, I just wish my mom and dad would let me help them. Let me carry the laundry basket. I mean, it helps in terms of fall mitigation. I don't want you to fall, mom. Yeah, I know you can lift up the laundry basket. Let me just carry it down the hallway for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, simple like that. It doesn't mean that you're incapable. It means someone loves you. And mm-hmm. in my world, it means you're smart. You're right. going to miss Yes. Right. So out and about and you're having fun and you're exploring the world. Let's just say you're going out for um for a lunch and you've decided to, to go someplace that you haven't been in a long while and um you're not real sure how things have changed or how things are working. My my invitation to family members is ask obvious questions if you know that it's something that your loved one is concerned about. You may know the answer, but if you talk about it out loud, it loses all of its power. Yeah. You know, do I have to sit in a booth? I can't skirt across on a booth anymore. I need a chair. You know, it's a simple thing like that. I mean, who would think about moving across the bench on a booth or having a chair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think outside of yourself and be able to anticipate what might be of concern to someone. Sure. It takes a little bit of energy when you first get taking people out and about, and it takes some extra thought on your part as the person providing the activity, mm-hmm. but in time, you'll be a natural at it. Well, and I think what you're saying is just to pay attention. You know, a lot of the things I think we take for granted that, well, mom used to do this, and so she's always going to do this. And I think there's little details that we can watch for that you know, we can be more proactive about being helper, helping them. And I know that, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that shows them that you love them, that you care about them, that you want to be there for them. I, you know, and talking about asking for help, I remember when I first started taking care of my mom, she was ashamed, quote unquote, I found out when we went to counseling because she didn't want to put me out and she felt like she was being a burden. And Mm -hmm. I was like so dumbfounded. I was shocked. I go, mom, it is my privilege. I go, I get the gift of you to take care of you and be with you. I go, it is not a burden to me. It is a privilege for me to be there for you. And I think that's where we get lost in translation or or your loved one may feel a little bit more like they don't want to burden their children. And in actuality, I'm venturing to say that our children feel more like how I felt. 
Absolutely. I hear this kind of theme all the time. Along that same line, I can also hear, and this, this comes from sons and daughters both, um, you know, why, why does somebody, my dad has to get so crabby, or mom just gets, you know, withdrawn. She's not conversational anymore when we go out and about it. It's not any fun. And I would venture to guess there might be some personality in there, but I would venture to guess it's more about the fear of the unknown and that they're consumed with, I want to be socially appropriate. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to trip over the, the, the rug that's walking into the restaurant. I don't want to have to go to the bathroom and I don't know where it is. And, you know, should I ask? And I don't I can't know. hear the server because I'm hard of hearing. And, and, yeah. you know, I don't want to be put in a situation where they, you know, they are cross with me or, or they don't understand or things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I can you see the menu because it's too dark. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard all of those things. Yeah. All kinds of those things Or you know, and for you as a lo- the loved one to an elder, you know, to ask, can I, can I assist you in anything? Or what are you thinking about? Is it, you know, lunch or, or, or breakfast right now for, for lunch? You know, we can have either. Which would you prefer? Um, it's on page eight in the menu. Um, point to it. You know, it's on the left-hand yeah. side, way down. Um, those things are very conversational without taking anybody's dignity away. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I remember, too, you could just say, Mom, or what are you in the mood for today? You want your favorite fettuccine? You know, I bet they would make that for you. Even if it's not on the menu, maybe she wanted, you know, Alfredo, and they don't have fettuccine Alfredo on the menu, and she likes shrimp in it. You can ask the restaurant, this is what my mom would like. Um, you know, can you do that for us? And, and I will tell you nine times out of 10, they will. If they, they have will. the ingredients, they absolutely will accommodate. And so, you know, mom doesn't like long noodles. Have anything that's shorter. You know, do you have macaroni instead or anything like that? A restaurant will, they're amazing that way. They want to please you and they're more than willing to, to go out of their way to help. So <clears throat> Daphne is in closing, you know, you're, we're talking about just getting around in our community. And I, I think I want to go in our next step and talk a little bit about this is time for family vacations. We're going to be going on road trips. We're going to be getting on airplanes, maybe trains, maybe buses, um, you know, stadiums. Uh, you know, our Lumen Field, the NFL just announced that <clears throat> stadiums are going to full capacity. You might want to take your loved one to a football game in the fall or anything like that or a soccer game this summer, anything like that. Let's talk a little bit about getting out there into the world and what are some things we should think about. So in the meantime, Daphne, how do we reach you? So um, you can reach me via our website at Pinnacle Senior Placements with an S dot com, PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com, or you can reach us at our 855 734-1500, and we will always get back to you. Always. If it's after hours, call us. We'll mm-hmm. always get a message and get back to you. Well, and, you know, for those of you that are listening, just know that Daphne and her team are the, here to be an information post no matter what you're dealing with right now with a senior loved one. We're talking about this topic, but really Pinnacle is there for those transitional times. You might think about home care. You might be thinking about, you know, how do we, uh, you know, my my senior loved one is being forgetful or I don't know how to navigate Alzheimer's or dementia or maybe there's some challenges going on. This is the time to pick up the phone in the early stages. There's no decisions that have to be made. 
This is the kind of thing that we hope that you and your family will take advantage of. And in the meantime, everyone, Daphne will be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.